Big Show, Big Show. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? Yo, we are here. Episode 54 of the Danger Zone Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. With Big Shug. <coughs> Mr. DL. Chef yes, Tony. We here, man. You know Chef what, Tony you know what it is. Episode 54, we rolling in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, look at the love, you know what I mean? It's here. What's going on, man? Um, This week, <coughs> what's happening? Well, not even this week, just hip-hop in general and life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, you, what you got, something over there, D? Um, yeah, there's a... There's a um, a, uh, a bunch of things going on with hip hop, but I want to start off with this real quick because this would be a fast story. Somehow we drink Fireball on this podcast. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. We All just, the time. We just drink it. You know, we like it. I mean, if they want to sponsor us, hit us up. But last week it, it was reported that the mini bottles, which we don't drink, fortunately, don't even have whiskey in them. Mm. So my question is to Big Sugars, maybe knows more than me about the whiskey game. <laughs> Why is the different whiskey in the smaller What's bottles? What's in the mini fireball? I really, you know what I'm saying? I, re I really was unaware of that, though, but because uh, I really don't even drink whiskey. I mean, I drink this fireball. That's it. Yeah. My drink of choice is uh, Captain Rum, and, uh, Captain Morgan and Coke mm. and a Long Island iced tea. Those who know me from, you know, over the years, it's Long Island. I've had Long Island all over the world. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, everywhere, even when they don't know how to make them, I, you know, I get behind the bar and make them. I mean, but yeah, I, I, I was aware of uh, Guru used to drink a little bit of uh, whiskey. Motherfuckers used to be drinking some SoCo. You know what I mean? So I don't really know much Soko about that lime. shit. You know what I mean? I didn't fuck with it like that, you know? Well, they say that the, the, the little bottles, it's a blend of uh, malt beverage and wine. Hmm. Why, why is it different than what's in the bottle? I just don't, that does, I can't I wrap my head clue. around that. You gotta ask who the, those who manufacture it. That's oh. like saying, oh, well, here's Coca-Cola, but if you get it in the can, it's... Uh, yeah. I don't be wrapping my head around shit. But go ahead. <laughs> Yo, that's always one of them lines that sound funny as hell. I don't wrap my head around this. But, um, um, yeah. Beyonce just did a $24 million show, not Word? tour, show in Dubai. And didn't she announce that she has a tour coming up? Yep, uh, she has a 2023 world tour. So you know they're going to sell was, out. How much was you say? $24 million. So she's... You said it's a $24 million show? One show that well, she did in Dubai. Well, well it was a private, private Jay -Z? party. Jay-Z? Now, Jay-Z is at the basketball game with a $2 million watch on. So, yeah. So it's part of their game, right? That, that Millie game and shit. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I mean, uh, think about it. What, what do you think she should pull? Not that. Um, I mean, I don't know. Hey, guess what? Those guys got money to burn, though. That's what I'm saying. There. Whatever mm -hmm. you're going to pay. Hey, hey, hey. Especially to buy that oh, shit like that. You mean the customer, not the artist. Yeah, yeah that, that okay. country right there. That, come on, man. Lots of multi-billionaires over there. They're buying, what's his name? What's uh, Lil Wayne? Remember that they bought him fucking, what was that? Uh, some fly-ass car or something. Remember mm. because they, they, he was detained on some bullshit? And the yeah. prince or somebody bought him a fucking car. Like Lamborghini truck or some shit. Some that, shit. That, that was like her. That was like her. Go ahead. Oh, I said that's like a bottle of water, though. That was like her first show in a long time, and it said that, I, I guess that there's an Atlantis there, and that's mm -hmm. what she performed at, and um, 24 million sounds like, to me, she didn't want to do it, and she goes, tell them I'll do it for 24 million, and they were like, okay. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I gotta do it. And no, I guess, girl. Even if I only sit half over there. And I guess Blue Ivy um, 
the daughter, her daughter, <laughs> perform <laughs> perform <laughs> with them. Oh yeah, she been rocking with her a little bit. Oh no shit. Yeah yeah, a little. So I seen I seen a brief something on that, you know. So I wanted to bring this up. This is uh hip hop, and this is connect us to last week's episode. If you go check last week, we interviewed who we interviewed last week. Five oh, foot. Oh five foot. Yeah. We and on that on that episode we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, the Eminem Jay Z comparison, whatever they were talking about, and here Bubba Sparks claims today, I failed to live up to being the second coming of Eminem. Because <laughs> weren't you talking about Bubba Sparks? Oh, yeah, because I was, I, I would say he was good in his own, like he his little country yeah, had his little fly little shit. Yeah. But I, like I said, they always gonna compare them. <coughs> excuse me to to Eminem. So yeah. it's unfortunate for them, unfortunate for them. But you know, such is life, man. Yeah. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was funny. I thought you would like that. that yeah, I mean. Out, out of nowhere, they, they're talking about the same shit we were. Bubba Sparks used to be kind of fly where he could just rhyme. It seemed like he'd be the only dude rhyming, getting away playing a banjo. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what about your What about your boy? Flavor, Flav. Yeah, well, Flav. You see, you see what he said today? Nah, nah, MP. What'd he say? That he was handsome? <laughs> he said he would spend over $2,000 a day on his drug habit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I peeped that. What drugs that a lot? are that? It's a lot, but, right? But, but. <laughs> Is that a lot? No one was. It wasn't, you know, unbeknownst to anyone in, in the uh, industry, uh, what his, his his struggles were, or whatever. You know what I mean? So, just like some people, they 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 got them struggles. Money's coming in. You're in control. You know, you get some off the deep end. Like I had my struggles and shit like that before I even came into the game. Yeah, but but you weren't so, spending so two thousand dollars a day. Nah, I was getting that. But I wasn't nah. I feel like you spend like that, you could kill, get kill yourself. Well, that's so what, he must have been spreading it around. You know what I mean? That's uh, uh let me think here. What did you say it was two thousand dollars a day? That's like seven hundred and fifty grand a year mm. on drugs. You know they was getting it though. Yeah. Look at Ozzy. He well, did so many drugs. Now his ass is like a zombie. You think public enemy's getting like that? No. What you Not mean? then. Then like. Oh, money wise. Yeah, to spend yeah, a million dollars a year on drugs. Them motherfuckers was coliseum like shit. They was. You know what I mean? Yeah. At one point, they was like, you know, that's when maybe that's when he was doing them in that heyday. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers was believing the hype. He was hype. definitely doing it on Flavor of Love. I don't care anybody says. <laughs> nah, not really. He, that was Man, just him. Like, if, if you know him, like you know that that dude is a little off center like that. So that's what I mean. The only craziest thing he said on Flavor of Love is uh, he was getting a pedicure, and he was like, "Don't show my feet. My feet are like look like a runaway slave." I was like, what type of shit was that? And cool. then and then when the motherfuckers yeah. even like You know someone roasted him with that and he Don't show it. my feet. Like I'm like, yo, motherfucker, first of all The first thing they gonna do is wanna look at your feet. And no, not his feet. Like the motherfuckers surprised. Just That's like people Crow can't man. look away from a car accident. People were like, I gotta see. Nah, I be I seeing that see. show Pimple Poppers and some of that oh, shit was man. stupid. <laughs> you be watching Dr. Pimple Poppers? Nah, not really, because some of that shit, I just like, fuck all that. And motherfuckers be having a little goat swing underneath <laughs> the neck. It's crazy Wait, wait, shit. wait, what's a goat swing? You know, that shit under the neck like that, and one dude has some big-ass shit <laughs> under, <laughs> on his eyebrow. That shit had me fucked up. I was like... Oh, man. Yeah, that's so Put it down up. in the comments if you know what a goat swing is. If you, if you, you know exactly what I mean when I do like this on a goat... <laughs> You motherfuckers know. Yeah. What about P. Diddy coming out last week saying he likes to pee on his woman? Yeah, but well, that was something that I... What is going on I, with people? Yeah, we really, don't I, need I to know that. Down. They were calling him... He was trending as P. P-E-E Diddy. P-E-E Diddy. Well, hello. You wa- <laughs> Diddy, you walked into that one. Like, yeah. why would you share that? I don't understand. Like, P. Diddy got money. He got good press. Oh, shit. Like, I didn't see this. Goofy as hell. One more. Our, our fucking... Goofy as shit. Uh... 
one of our one of our favorites on the podcast. We went and bought three boxes of cereal because of this motherfucker. Ice T receives a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Go that's for Ice that's very cool. Ice T though, man, like it's funny because like, I like Ice T, man. Hmm. But he was one of them rappers who, the, with me, I I considered it encountering encountering a um a goofy moment, man. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, years ago, uh, he had that band, uh, Body Count. Yeah, Body Count. And uh, they were over at the uh, Montreux Jazz uh, <laughs> Festival performing. And so was I with Guru and Jazz with Taz. Damn, that's, we, a weird, that's a weird collab. Oh, it was a whole bunch of different... Oh, okay. It was oh, a whole a bunch of different... Like, if you know anything about the Montreux Festival... No, I've never been it's, there. it's crazy. Like It's one of the biggest in the world. It's, it's, it's amazing, actually. So he's there, and I've seen him. You know, we hanging out. You know, me and Guru been by the dude's crib, all that. And I seen him, uh, at, shout out to Bumpy, Freddie Fox, had a, uh, a party, release party or something mm. um, on uh, his last joint. And we all were there to perform. And I seen Ice-T and he was like, I said, what's up, man? And he was acting like he didn't even know who I was. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that was goofy because I, I really did actually spend a lot of time around dude, or, you know, hanging out in them times. And um, after I sang that night, after I sang some shit, then he was like, oh, I remember you, but... You know, it was just a, I remember it was just a goofy moment, man. You know what I'm saying? Respect to him, man. If if, if I showed you a box, <clears throat> some sometimes of people, Cheerios and made you go get it, it's so big. Go ahead. What sometimes people are douchebags, and sometimes people are aren't in that mode. Are goofbags? Goofbags too. Sometimes people aren't in that mode. Like me personally, I'm no no iced tea level person, but I don't like to be talked to in the club or anything like that. I hate conversations in yeah, the club. Yeah, but when a motherfucker's talking to you. That you was hanging with, like, you know what I'm saying, at your yeah, house yeah. where you live at. Like Aretha You know, it wasn't like I was a fan that went up to him like that. It's like, yo, dude, we got history. Like, we... we I'm just trying to stick up for Odafin, man. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, man. All right, man. I'm just trying to put a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar when you have them dry-ass Cheerios. And put a little sugar on there. Let them, you know, eat them shits. And if you don't want to go through all the sugar movement, slide over and get the Honey Nut Cheerios. They already got that little sweet. I like Tony Nut Cheerios actually growing up. Yeah, I haven't had I them fuck in years. With them, man. I eat them dry and shit, man. You know, What's the best cereal? Best cereal in the world? Yeah. Uh, at one point for me in life was uh, Apple Jacks when I was younger. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? But see, I'm all them. I was all of those cereals. I was Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops. Yeah, Captain Crunch have... was good, but it like tapped to top of your mouth. So. For your mouth. Yeah, when you were a kid, they must have just been better because it must have been loaded with sugar before they got like health real conscious. Sugar. I mean, <laughs> well, when I came up, we couldn't. We only had about, like in my house, it was five. We only had about, like three or four like boxes of sweet cereal. The rest of the shit was that bullshit, like shredded corn, wheat, corn flakes. Yeah, corn flakes. Oh, you be adding mad sugar to that shit. Uh, puff wheat, puff rice. Mm. Y'all don't even know what the fuck that is. Especially if you get in that wick. Sometimes we ran out. We, well, we wasn't getting no wick, but sometimes when you I run, got it. when you run out of milk, you know, in those days, especially with your your, your fam, then we was having watered um, powdered milk mm. and then the milk from the can too. So. That like shit, the carnation that shit milk? was horrible. Yeah, I would was fucking shit, just be a dead person. Nah, we would, we would. You'd be on this podcast nah. being like, "Damn, remember when there was three people on this podcast?" That shit used to look crazy. <laughs> too. It, it would look crazy. When you're hungry, the, you eat what would, you have. I mean, clear. when you're really hungry. But I'm saying, when you would pour the the shit, it was clear too. But you just see, we were in a mold like we were kind of set. Like we didn't have no hot breakfasts going to school. I we were cereal. So eat your bowl of cereal and go to school. Like that's how it was for me. So. When you look, the worst thing to do is when you're about to eat 
breakfast in the morning is cereal, and you see that milk is like that with all of us. You get very you upset. You know what I mean? So therefore, but then it. we know we got to make, we were taught by our parents to make the powder or the other one. Man, but I mean, hey, today, and you know what? Because of that, I know my kids never had to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, so shit. Yeah. Shit works. Yeah, Sometimes ways. you got to do what you got to do. You got to feed the kids. I know his political opinions don't line up with most people, but that guy Charleston White's kind of fucking hilarious, man. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't even get that. No He's energy, so man. fucking weird. I don't get that dude no energy, man. <laughs> but go ahead, I man. You know. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't have anything specific on it, but I do that have was this. Very random. You just threw well, it out um, there in the air. He, he was trending, and I just saw that he was trending. So. He probably trending every two days, man. Yeah. So um, this know. was cool. Maybe. The the third movie wasn't uh, didn't live up to the hype, so it looks like Bad Boy Four, Bad Boys Four with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence is a go. You didn't think it lived to the hype, or you don't think people just wanted more of it? I don't think it. I don't know. Like it was it was uh, hyped up hard. It was like what twenty years later, and it just I don't know. I, I don't remember. Any, I don't remember what happened. I saw it. One of the movies that made. happens to me all the time. But I, you know, I know <laughs> I knew I know it was good action, and I laughed. So yeah. I know Martin Lawrence got fat. That's all. I, I didn't he, think. Yeah, he he he. Some dudes is funny. Some dudes <laughs> get a little bit rotund, <laughs> and they looked a little different. Ain't no wrong, nothing but wrong then, with a little Pillsbury uh, dough. But it, you know, some of them get a little real rotund, and then some of them get slimmer. So it's like, because yeah. if you look at what's the name, uh, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about diabetes and stuff too, so it's probably a health thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know certain medicines can bring you your weight down and stuff. You know. But he probably adjusted but his diet. At you the know? same time. I'm just saying, some people go one way, some the other. And it's funny, we got to adjust to like seeing them. Because if you see Martin Lawrence looking like a little chipmunk like that, I'd be like, yo, what up, Martin Lawrence? But it, it's still, I think I'd, it's still going to be funny, man. I'd you like to I mean? see, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm down for anything Martin Lawrence. I think he's one of the most slept Ed, on. Eddie Murphy also, not Eddie Murphy is also going on the road doing stand-up. For the first oh, time in years. to see that. Yeah. First time in year. He's thousand, coming here, thousand too. Thousand-dollar tickets, I bet. Yeah, he's coming around here. You know um, what I'm saying? You know it's going to be funny. Definitely. But um, also, like, if people are in the know. The know? About this cat, you know. His name's Icewear Vessel. Uh, he thinks it's an insult when people call him a rapper. Now, I'm not pretty, you know, too much versed on him like that. I just peeped the story, and it says, uh, Icewear Vessel, for those who are our followers, does not want to be called a rapper, despite the fact he makes rap music. As apparently... <laughs> It doesn't relate to the actions of his peers, right? That's what he feel. I guess he's on. He's saying he's on another level. Mm. Uh, the difference between a rapper and a and a real nigga that rap uh, Vessel wrote, them two totally different type people. Rappers move, act, and carry themselves like hoes, <laughs> mood swings, and all. That's why I don't like being called a rapper. That shit's an insult. But to him, I understand him, man, coming off like that, man. Shout out to you, Ice, Ice with Vessel. But to me, like you can say rapper, hip hop, whatever, because first of all, like me personally, I don't I don't look at it like that. I don't have no whole bones in my body, man. I don't you You're know. You're not insulted saying? by that. Whole bones. I'm You're rolling. Not you know what I'm saying? That? Huh? You're not insulted by that? What? People saying I'm a rapper? No, that he's telling his you opinion. you a hoe. Nah. Yeah, that's nah. his. Use a hoe. I mean. Use yeah. a hoe. I mean, all goofy. Swear yo, they use a hoe. Yo, all goofy shit aside. Yo, I don't look at it like that because it's just different. Whereas people are going to say whatever they say. 
you got people that say, hey, man, if he come around me, I'm going to slap the shit out of him. Yeah. Yo, if, she, if I ever see him so-and-so, I'm going to do this. And, and as soon as they see you, they don't do anything. They don't do nothing. So people are going to always talk. You know what I'm saying? So so hey, if they think that if that's what he, he is, he wants to be an artist and, and look at it in that way, hey, respect to that. I'll I, I give it to him. Just tell us what um, box to put you in, buddy. You know, whatever whatever you choose to do, like I, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. But um, also, um, recently, uh, do Consequence, and those uh, those cats was talking about. I guess when Kanye got his chain uh, yapped like a few years back. Okay. You know what I'm saying with Beanie Siegel and all of them is yeah. telling the story. I guess it was 2012. Huh. And um, a long time ago. dudes that was talking about they pulled up, you know, on the table where he was eating food out, and they uh, they you know, boom boom boom, then the chain was taken or whatever. But it was retrieved. I guess it was retreat. That's a story, guys. You know, you can get deep into it. You know, I like to skim across some of these shits because I'm like, yo, as people know today, oh, Beanie Siegel and, and Kanye, you know, they they squashed, squashed their shit, and you know, they 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 were actually seen in the studio last year. So maybe something's coming out of that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's easy to extort rappers that way, man. I mean, <clears throat> like if know, they're not about it, like you're, like this guy saying, uh, Jeezy Queasy, what was his name? Uh, consequence. No, the other guy, the guy with the story before, Jeezy McQueen. Oh, Queen. Vessel, Ice oh, Vessel. Yeah. If yeah. Ice Vessel, what he's saying is, I can roll up on this rapper and snatch his chain, or have my buddy snatch his chain, and then give it back to him. Be like, yeah, you know, got that back for you, bro. Don't you hold me down with a verse? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh, no, a verse for some of these from some of these rappers is worth way more than a chain. Mm. Way more. And plus today, man, people got jewelry that ain't real on them. Yeah, I love that little guy years. who goes around with the jewelry tester. You seen that guy? Mm -mm. He has like a little YouTube page and he rolls up on rappers and tests their jewelry live. Yeah, see, it's some got oh, fake. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be in that room. Some got fake shit. Some got, um, yeah. you know, some got uh, uh, shit that got insurance on it. It's all a bunch of different shit now, so yeah. you know. And I know dudes been getting changed and shit taken for years, so you know. And it's, it's, it's an easy thing to steal if you think if you if you're fast mm. or can fight. It's a really easy thing to steal from someone because like you, you don't have to go in their pocket in their pocket or anything. You just snap, snatch it right off the neck. It's gonna break, but just get that shit fixed. You got a free necklace. But in the, but it's just like <laughs> if you think about it, that's just for basically talk. I mean, because what really in the end of the day, like what are you, what are you doing? So. And that's the circles you moving in. Like me, I don't particularly move in them circles like that. You know what I mean? Some cats too. Yeah. You know, I I, I just chase. You know, you 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 earn your shit. You hustle. Ain't shit come quick to you, man. Like I remember when I was younger, it was a little bit of rah rah and all that, man. When came to jewelry and shit. But when you get to a certain points, like yo, you, you you know your position. You know. What Dude, you, I've you been know. with with people who wanted to rob, Cameron. Mm. They seen him in New York City with a couple mm. guys, and they're like, "Yo!" And I was just like, "Wait a second, you guys, you guys serious right now? <laughs> mm. Mm. Like, what's going on right here?" And so uh, those people are out there. I gotta talk mm. people out of. I gotta talk people out of getting shot to death. Yeah, <laughs> people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just to go back on that story real quick. Yeah, we were outside Def Jam. It was broad daylight, New York City in broad daylight. And he goes, yo, that's them over there, right there. We go roll up on it. And I was like, <laughs> I thought he was just joking around, like being being goofy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, you guys serious? And I'm like, dude, we're here for a meeting. This is his record label. He okay. Let's just say it plays out. You play it out and pull it off. He's gonna come upstairs and be like, oh, I just got robbed by these guys. 
<laughs> because we're going to be up there, you know what I'm saying? Shit ain't going to get So the, the whole thing was kind of crazy, but... Come on now. I had to talk people out of getting fucking stomped out. Yeah. Like, you guys can't do that here. You guys crazy. Cornballian. You know what I mean? Oh, that was old. That was that was that was a long time ago. That was, that was twenty two years ago. Shit. Also, uh, your favorite rapper, Little Yachty. No, Little Yachty just released a, I don't know anything a new album. On. I know who he is. I don't know. He uh, released a new Wait. album. Last oh, he's week. the one I hate, right? He's the I'm, one on Bad and Bougie. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his I'm, verse. I, I, <laughs> that's him, right? I'm not sure. I think that's it. I hate that guy. Well. Yeah, he got a new album out. He's traumatized. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his yeah. new album, and his new album, I forget the, I guess it's like a rock. I guess um, uh, Questlove just recently went on um, his uh, social media talking about he praised the album. You know, I guess it's just him. Uh, Questlove did? Yeah, I guess it's yeah. Lil Yachty with a few other artists. If, y- if y- Lil Yachty's who y'all fuck with and deal with. You know, Google that up and search that out, man. Shout Lilly out to him, Lilly. though. People making more uh, new music and pushing the envelopes and shit like that, man. That shit is dope, so. I hope he's the one I'm talking about. Cause I usually, I do like a lot of the newer rap, but that guy is too much for me. And then I always mimic that part. And people go, oh, this shit's dope. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that shit sounds kind of wild. I'm telling you, it's on Bad and Bougie, the third verse. I got to check it. But listen, <clears throat> there's something, though. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe. Yeah, hit that like button, man. You, you should know. go to that clip channel, too. Come check out the G.I. Joe shit. You know we'll be man? working on that clip channel, loading up all yeah, the freshness yeah. over there for you ADD motherfuckers who need to watch three-minute yeah. shit. Lots yeah. of clips, lots of clips. And I got to, um, hold up, man. But I feel you guys. I watch. I do the same shit. Well, you just click in, click out? No, there's a few podcasts. I listen to the whole thing, like my homie Jim and Sam. Um... But that, but mostly I'll I'll I'll, I'll con- consume it in like five minute clips. Yeah. Mm. Like I I watch it like you know when you know when I when I be you know looking at ours and before things come out and shit like that you know and then I I might peep a few parts of it here and there again you know but um and I, I watch a little bit of Drink Champs and a few others but not much you know I, I just I'm just in and out man like you know bobbing and weaving shit. You know? What do you listen to in the car? A podcast or a rate music? Uh, music and sports radio. Sports radio. <laughs> sports radio too. Actually, I was just shout out to ninety-eight four point five. I was just on there a week ago talking about some movie shit and just chopping up with Zolak and them guys. You know, so shout out to Scott Zolak and them people on ninety-eight point five. That that was dope. Well, speaking of sports, um, we got a couple of sports things. Oh, but before before all of that, do I, I would like to um address one thing. No. As we know, the story uh. You know, that's been going on and, and pretty prevalent um, in the eyes of everyone worldwide uh, is uh, the beating of uh, Tyree Nichols mm-hmm. by all those officers. The five, uh Yeah, in Memphis, Memphis. the five black officers. Uh-oh. Now, as we know by now, the five Memphis police officers, uh, Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr. and Justin Smith. All of them are facing charges, multiple charges, um, and also second-degree murder and such. Um, the thing about it, so by now, a lot of you probably saw the, uh, uh, the the video if you chose to look at it. Some people couldn't bring themselves to look at it. Um, there's, there's been subsequent videos afterwards, after the guy's talking afterwards, after uh, beating this man to death, basically. Um, 
when you th when I think about it myself, I look at it as these guys, these police officers, um, they soft as hell. It's like there's a problem with these guys mm -hmm. because <clears throat> when you can um, when you can beat somebody up like that, you know what I'm saying? You know, I had to put their, put hands on people during my life and had beefs and shit like that. But when you beating a motherfucker up like that, you're a little itty bitty dude too, number one. And it's five of y'all just destroying them. Even if there's like, two, you lose bragging I mean, rights. Even that, it's just you gotta, it's a problem. You kept, they kept, give me your hands, give me your hands. Y'all are big enough to like just take them shits. So it's almost like you wanted to whip his ass. And if um, subsequent stories came out later um, about one of the guys, uh, it was his ex-girlfriend that that Tyree Nichols was dealing with, and she ba they basically was um, beating his ass for that and adding extra shit. The bottom line to me is, man, it's a terrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. Anyone losing their life, and then for us to see, last time I've really ever seen shit like that is the Rodney King situation. You know what I mean? Yes. But, like, I've seen some, you know, cop fights and shit with, with people, you know, in the street and life, and life. but... That right there, that's man. That's not a fight. That's a nah. They 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 beat him. Then he's screaming for his mom's and such like that, and she, they're just beating the hell out of him. And then guess what? They're people's families too. Y'all disgrace your family. Y'all don't got no heart. That's no heart right there, man. No heart. You know, as we live life, man. Everybody ain't gonna be perfect, but we gotta give life a some respect, man. They say blue lives matter. Like about what? Killing people now? Not you know only I mean? that, but do you know how well, the controversy in America today with the police, you are black officers. Like, Fuck off. They got abuse they got of power. Like, they're, they're what in, are you doing? They're, in, they're inhumane. See, it's not like uh, people always dehumanize those types of comes in, in sensitive Mr. D.L. part. Remember, bang, here it comes. It's not a fucking race thing with the police. It's a it, it is a blue thing. It, it is a problem with all of them. It's not uh, this one or that one. It's all of them. And yes, Joe Schmo goes. You know, I come from a bad neighborhood, and I want to make it better. I'm gonna become police officer. I'm gonna do the right thing because I want to do the right thing. And he's gonna go and mingle with a bunch of fucking scumbags as a police officer, and he's just gonna soak that in. And then he can't tell on any. He wants to be a good guy. He's like, man, there's a lot of corruption here. There's a lot of corruption. He sounds, can't even tell. because sounds, he, sounds like Whitey Bulger, but go ahead. <laughs> but the problem with the police is it, anyone can be a cop. It should be a harder job to get. It should, I mean, be, a, it should be a higher paying job to weed out well, maybe some of this corruption well, that they actually, have on the street level. Actually, them motherfuckers make a lot of money. Yeah, but they need, they need to hire good make, listen, people. These dudes all had two hundred fifty thousand dollar bails and three hundred fifty thousand bails as of this show. Yeah, all of them are out. Yeah, that's thirty five, thirty five grand. But you, you know, know, it depends where you're at. Because in Massachusetts, yeah, but you got to pay the whole shit. You know what I mean? Like, people, people like the you know? like the 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 far right type people who think police lives matter will donate to those people to get out of jail. Well, to, listen, you know what I'm saying? the problem we have with that is we saw the shit. Yeah. You know, like it's like Ray Rice. You know, you hate to bring that up when he punched out his wife. You know, they we people seen that. You yeah, don't, yeah, no, you don't see yeah, it. Yeah. You, you don't even know what the fuck happened. Yeah, yeah. Someone said that a long time ago. Though, it was like people in America don't care as much about slavery because there wasn't any pictures of it. Because they, mm. they, they there was pictures of the Holocaust, so they care they care more about. But that. you know what? <clears throat> I I think that could be more in the beginning a race thing in the beginning.
the way it changed a little bit because even with that 40 acres of the mule situation, they knew the shit was wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's enough movies over the times and, and even a, a, a whole lot of uh, paraphernalia and different things for people to, to, to learn how to know about it now. Like, But I, got I, a good, I agree with that a few years back. Like, I got a good question for you, Big Shug. I, mm -hmm. I asked this to Tanya. How long after slavery ended in America officially do you think there was still slaves that didn't know about it? Like Shit. still working? Like 20 years, you think? Nah, I think probably hundreds of years. Hundreds? <laughs> for real. For real. You know what I'm saying? You think, oh, man. I believe somewhere in the world right now might be. No, like I mean that. in America specifically. Oh, there oh, are definitely America, America after that, today. Of course, in, of course there are, Because you had to go to different countries to skate like that. And, so and, how long do you think, really? Realistically? I really think hundreds of years still. Well, okay. You, said, you know what I mean? Because... That would bring you up to 1950 would be 100 years. Close to that. I bet you close to that. Yeah. Because, you know, if the racial times at that time, too. Like in France, it wasn't like that. Canada, you know, shit like it was different. But in Europe, Europe wasn't really big like that. It was some slave. I mean, it was always a form of slavery because so, someone else <clears throat> learned about it, someone else did too. Yeah. So, you know. So there were plantation owners who, you know, in that time who didn't obey the law and just kept doing it. And they, they, they had their plantations raided by black soldiers, mm. black Union soldiers, right? And coming in and telling telling the people on the plantation that they're free and they're you know what I mean that's mm -hmm. kind of crazy like that's a talk about a culture shock mm -hmm. if you're if you're one of them plantation owners like what are we what are you looking at right now right. <laughs> right, right. you know what I'm saying that's just some wild shit like, but I was just uh, it was a curious question I asked her I was like how long do you think after they said all right it's, it's over did that still go on mm. because if you didn't let anyone into your plantation. Or at least mingle with the people there. Who? How would they know? Or if the information wasn't being allowed to spread. Yeah, like how would they know? Or it might it's just been. I heard. I heard this, or I heard that. Like. Yeah, so are we good for sports. Gonna come. Um, yeah. What's, right. the, what's the number okay. one story right now? Tim Bradley. Well, yeah, that's close. <laughs> number so, one. Tom oh, think, Brady. No. <laughs> you think Tom Brady is bigger than? I mean, you think LeBron is the number one story? Nah, Tom Brady just retired. So yeah, but he already did it, so he, the, he took the air out of it. But it is the I mean, it is the big story. It was my number one. Not because everybody knows it's for real now. Yeah, and plus, kind of like it's like still we never know how shit's gonna be. The dude, dude could do some shit never unprecedented, unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented. Um, um, well, he has. He a, could come back. He could be out a year and come back the next year. We don't even know. He has an absurd I mean? contract waiting for him to be. A, oh yeah, that um, TV shit. Yeah. What's a couple hundred million? Money. A lot. I can't remember. Yeah, but like up, only but. some ten years shit. Like where he can sit once a week now and say, "Hey, that's Tom Brady." You know what I mean? <laughs> you but know me. You see me on the field. His boy though from um, I forget his name, man. That that uh, three hundred and seventy-five million. Wow. The dude from the <laughs> announcer from bit, from Tom Brady uh, from the Tampa Bay. He's gonna miss him. The dude load the cannons, shoot the cannons. Yeah, you, you guys, uh, you guys know you fans of Tampa Bay know what I'm talking about. Whoever the fuck that dude is. Every time they gotta load the cannons and shoot them hmm. for touchdowns. But he loves. He's gonna miss Tom. But you know, shout out to Tom Brady, as uh, much decorated. Some uh, controversy amongst haters, but he's the greatest to ever do it. Six hmm. Super Bowls. Six you know what I'm saying? Actually, he's for two seven. teams. Yeah, he's seven, right? For, for two teams. Yeah. You no, know, seven Super Bowls, but winning. Like it's amazing. He left here, and a year later, he did it. He has so, more Super Bowls than every other franchise. Franchise, yeah. So. Not, Shout out to him, man. I, I, I watched him, man. I admired you, man. I, 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 it's kind of an I impressive record. Like greatness. You know what I mean? Uh, 
the, the little run that Purdy had for 49ers, man, kind of rekindled how that came. Hmm. So, I mean, hey, shout out to Tom Brady, man. Whatever you decide to do, even if it's come back, even if it's never come back, whatever, yeah. man, you are great. You'll always be great. Well, you know I'm not saying? shouting out Tom Brady, but he is a great. And, and, and um, But, yeah, I think uh, I think he should have retired when he run, won that Super Bowl. And, you know, just go out like that. I think he'll always regret that. Well, think that. Think that. But you, you just said he should have retired when he won that Super Bowl. That seventh one. So think about this, though. This is what life is all about. Like, you don't want nobody to tell you when you when you should stop. No, I'm not telling him to do no, whatever. No, I'm saying but you. I'm saying. He, he, he retired, and I thought that was that was good, well, the this. best thing for him. Yeah. You just said that you, you, you think he should have. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I'm just... Correlating it like with another motherfucker saying DL should stop doing so and so. Yeah, yeah. So you got it. I'm sure have, people say that. Yeah, but you had, I know, but you as the passion for doing what you're doing makes you like that's what drives you. You yeah, yeah, like yeah. doing what you're doing. So that's how I feel with him. Mm-hmm. He's the goat, and he's also the bull, as you know. <laughs> the bull. How Best is it again? Undisputed living legend. Best. Tom undisputed Brady. Living. You know what I'm saying? He's the bull. So y'all gonna run with that so, bullshit? All right, so here's a question. Hey, y'all gonna run with that bullshit right now? Here's a it's question. Real though. I know. In, how come Tom, uh, LeBron James, who is our next story, I think, how come LeBron James is clowned for making it to the finals and losing, but Tom Brady isn't? Oh, different sport, different situation. And I'm going to tell you what my my view is on that. Oh no. <laughs> so, so basketball is first of all, basketball is a different uh, situation because. You go, you play your seven, the, what is the best out of our seven? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and in that regard, that's something that you, he, he kept going back to do whatever. With Brady, you're playing football, which is that, to me, number one, the physical sport that you're doing once a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not seven, you don't got seven times to play the other person. You, you, that's once a week. So, it's so look, look at this. You know the team. Who's the team who lost four years in a row? The Bills. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, they get clowned for losing what, the Super Bowl. And you should. I don't think so. Uh, I think I think making it to the Super Bowl. Think about this, man, Dia. I think that's good. Think about It is, but think about this. In LeBron James' case, taking the Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals well, was a fucking... Well, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this. Like, was that's the, more of the visual than the actual. Because what I mean, I don't give a fuck who the people were. If they couldn't play their position, because it was some dudes who was pretty stiff on the Michael Jordan teams. Yeah. If they couldn't play their position, you don't win. Who? Like Luke Longley? Um, yeah, but but see, <laughs> but Luke Longley had a jump shot and he was long and played D. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I, I thought you, you were know? referring to him. I didn't know who you were referring to. But he's one of them. Yeah. It's a few because they played their position. Like the Celtics teams of old uh, there was there Yeah, was, yeah, like there for, was great. Like Luke Longley, I remember his name because yeah, he might not have been an all star player, but like He was important. Yeah, he was important. He was important. There was a story that Michael Jordan told that Luke Longley was killing motherfuckers in one game. He had twelve points and four rebounds early. And Mike was like, Yeah, man, keep going, man, gas him, you know. At the end of the game, Luke Longley had twelve points and four rebounds. <laughs> right? Mike was like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going, you know. I mean, it's just crazy. I remember that story. Probably got but, excited. I mean, that and, and, and... Oh, shit. Mike talks to me. Never talks to me. But they was pieces, though, He man. calls me Shrek. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Before Shrek was even out. You know, no, no. But they, they were pieces, man. All these is pieces, man. LeBron, I think, to me, Michael Jordan will be the greatest player of all time. Basketball. But LeBron is right there, to me. 
because I, although I can't say he was better, but I I, I uh, see all the great shit he did and what he's still doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you got to respect and appreciate that can only by, be done by greatness. Straight up. So he's definitely, you know. I think his greatness makes a lot of people that think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player that ever mm -hmm. touched the basketball. Mm -hmm. I think it makes them uncomfortable. And it makes them not like him. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's a bum. He ain't good. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't he went to fucking it. 10 straight NBA finals, right. bro. But I don't think about this is what this is. What this but three teams. He won the NBA finals with three fucking people. This is what you got to say, though. So every time Mike stepped in, they won. Yeah, so, but he so only made it there six times, which means, to me, okay, for so six years he was great then. Yo, hold on. No, wait a minute. So you know the whole story. Six years he was great. What else goes no, in no, that story? I think he was great. For what else goes in that story? You missing a part. He got kicked out of the league for gambling. He didn't get kicked out. <laughs> he stopped playing right in between. Well, there's and then you come back and you win three more. Like that's come on, man. Yeah, I think he, they probably would have won eight straight. I think so. But put it like this. So. Here, here's here's my so. here's another example why I think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Mm. Michael Jordan blasphemy. Michael ahead. Jordan leaves the Chicago Bulls, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, "I'm gonna, I get kicked out of the NBA for gambling." Yeah, that ain't true. So <laughs> disagree. Go so, I'm gonna go play baseball. Whatever, whatever there's reasons. You know I what I mean? I love when you guys get along. Um, so he goes, he leaves, and the Chicago Bulls are one game away from the NBA Finals. Mm. Okay, mm. one game mm. without him. Mm. Okay, one game. What does that mean? And then, the, well, okay, LeBron James leaves the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I right. think they won fourteen games. And what else happened to them? They did they a, a pole, Everybody went everywhere. That team wasn't even the same team at all. Not the first year. Yeah, they still yeah, had oh, they still had uh, love and all those guys. Yeah, about two or three of them dudes was out of there too. It wasn't LeBron was the only dude who left that like, first time. No, no, you had just check it. You can do your homework. I know I'll you do. You. I'll you check know? it. Yeah, that next year, they sucked. That shit was Yeah, because they lost LeBron James. Yo, well, I mean, but then, <laughs> then again, come on. Some teams, you got to admit, there's a lot of teams if you do take one player off them right now. You know what I mean? I think that, it, uh, what's that team uh, with, with Jokic? That team that he's on. Mavericks? No, 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 Donkey. That's take oh, him oh. off that team. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, another yeah. one. Take him off. Them motherfuckers win like you know what I mean. Not the Mavericks. The they haven't won the championship. The but the Timberwolves. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, you know who we, who we yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying. You know who the whiskey. That's how I look at it, man. You know. Um, but yo, he's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the yep. all-time points leader. He probably will do it by um, what's the date this show's on? I'm not sure, but the estimators, the whatever date they're Seven. saying, tickets are for tickets are uh, twenty four thousand dollars. To me, on the black market. I think that's great because, but it, but crazy. it goes to being effective and the longevity of being effective. Yeah. Like Tom Brady, he just retired, but last year he threw for the uh, the third most yards in the league at forty five. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the the fact so, that these guys could keep and keep going. And think, trust me, if somebody think Tom Brady couldn't play next year on a team, they, that's yeah. crazy. No, he could play. LeBron, I think, is I'm waiting, just saying for, for a son. For his ego, he should have retired. But let me ask, oh, mm. damn, I just had the illest point. She want, he want everybody to retire. No, um, no, no. Let the like. music play. <laughs> and everyone's hey, got one. You know what I'm saying? Agreement you got to agree. let the music play. Make sure you hit that hey, like button and subscribe. Yo. Make sure you hit that like button. Hey, shout out to man, Smart Bomb Music, man. Yeah, they just released a single called Wasteland. Um, shit's doing real good and shit like that. And I feature on it, but I'm glad that um, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could write that quote down. I, I'm glad that they could have. <laughs> I'm glad that I could have um, contributed uh, with a feature on there. But I mean, I people have sent me some write-ups and different shit. And I appreciate people showing that love and shit. Um, you just dropped the vid too, didn't you, man? Yeah, me and Make Him Pay featuring Terminology. Make uh, Sway. Follow You Home. It's on uh, the tube. It's on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So listen, because <clears throat> although we do this podcast and such, like, we're still, you know, into in, entertainment, you know, like, I still rap, still make beats, I, I'm still singing, rapping, and shit like that, so that's how it's gonna go down, there's a lot more to come, but I just wanna give them shout-outs, man, right now. Um, what you got, man? I got, um, I had the, yeah, that was it, that was it for me, Tanya had something, I, I forget what it was, it was the, those, a new rapper I, that you were talking about? Oh, uh, I'm man. just, congratulations to everybody who has been nominated for a Grammy this year, mm -hmm. especially I'm going to shout out my girl Mary J. Blige, mm -hmm. a, a, a court, mm -hmm. of course, amongst the many was mm -hmm. Adele, Beyonce, I like Adele. but uh, as one of the new artists, and I'm, Bionichi? Bionichi, I love Bionichi. Yeah. I like Jazz and Bionici. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, new artists, best new artists. We have Tubi. Smoking weed. Smoking. Every day we're smoking, smoking weed. Smoking. I can't, I don't want to, um, as we said. Fireball. Matale el nombre. But it's N-W-I-G-W-E. He's out of Houston. <laughs> He has a series called um, Moe's. Madeline Andre. Excuse me. It's I got called one more Mo, not Moe's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's of uh, Nigerian descent out of Houston. So Ooh. congratulations Ooh, What's the name again? I'm sorry. Living his best life. I was talking. What was what was the song? What dude? I'm sorry. Toby. Joe. Jo and I'm going to say Wigway. Toby. <laughs> Toby Wigway. <laughs> That's not my name isn't Toby. My but, name is Toby uh, Wigway. <laughs> best new artist. The first time <laughs> you know? come back. Oh, go ahead. Man. We didn't mean to interrupt. My name is Toby Wigway. It was just, I, I caught an interview, uh, and I just like what he had to say. He's just like, you know, everybody says when you're your authentic self, like, that's that's when the moment will hit. Well, you know what I say. I and say fuck everyone. At one point, he was going to be in the NFL draft, but, you know, life took him another way. So, shout out to him. Yo. Hey, listen. Uh, I got one more thing to say. Do what you love to do. What you want to say about that? I, I have a, this is a serious question that I, Go ahead. That I got for Big Suge. Oh, I unplugged my headphones. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, you're saying the tickets to this game are $24,000 right. to see LeBron pass right. um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm -hmm. What's more important in the long run? That shot when he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or his last shot? Probably in the right. in the long run, like what's more important to witness? Probably uh, his last shot. Okay, because that's going to be the record for. Because see the way the way the world we live in right now, everybody's been anticipating him passing Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar's record for years. No one anticipated that on anyone because they were like, that shit ain't happening. Long. He, he played for a long so time. So yeah, he shit. He With went, a good team. He went to the NBA when he's uh, uh, that's another one. He went to the NBA when he was eighteen. So what if times was like that? It wasn't like that when Mike and them at that point. Yeah. You know, this there was only when I was uh, let me see, three high school basketball players that come from the uh, back in right before Mike. Moses Malone, rest in peace. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Yeah. Rest in peace. Chaka Thunder. And Jim Willoughby. Those who might he was the most he was the unheralded one, but Jim Willoughby had ridiculous hops. I mean, <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. So, and he but he wasn't he didn't you know. 
He didn't, uh, his game didn't translate to the NBA like Dawkins and Moses Malone. So. Not only could white people not really dunk in those times, mm. more, uh, Gerald Dawkins was breaking their fucking backboards. Come on, man. He was the first one. <laughs> they were just like, come on, man. Chocolate th- he, was like the, he was like the George, George Clinton of basketball. Yeah. He called himself Chocolate Thunder. And look, I first seen him in, when, um, uh, oh, this is a good story. This is a good story. So when I moved to Atlanta when I was about 19, I was uh, you gotta learn where to get a haircut and shit like that. Yeah, and um, not me. Oh, and yeah. to play ball, you know what I mean. So I'm and my, my mother was like canvassed, you know, the whole wherever, but just get around. I don't know nobody, but I'm just going in parks, playing ball, um, getting cuts. So I find this uh, court like not not too far from Vine City. Shout out to Vine City, and um, I go on this court and, it's, and that game. I might have mentioned, but there was a game I played in. That shit was moving fast as hell. I mean, dudes was like, it was chain link. Um, who, you know, the the Nets, yeah. right? Oh, shit. And, and oh, this game was moving fast as shit. Dudes dunking, oh, coming man. out of nowhere. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers. So it made me play fast. So then there was one shot I missed, and we lost the game. And then this motherfucker started trying to yell at me, right? And I said, first of all, I'm like, yo, I'm coming straight from Boston at that point. And I'm like, yo fuck is you talking to? So we squaring up, people holding in, grabbing me, and I'm like, yo, I'll fuck you up, blah, blah. And then, um, when they calm down, we, we, you know, we get the next run down the road. He, he, uh, this happens to be Wes Matthews. If anybody knows the history, his son plays now, but Wes Matthews senior. Uh, we was in Atlanta, like straight, that's when NBA players too went to courts. Cause this dude was definitely at the court playing with cats, like, you know what I mean? And it was some games, you know what I mean? And, um, Shout out to Wes Matthews and Wes Matthews Jr. But uh, we, we gave cool, but then he pointed out a few more people that was sitting on this court that was like NBA dudes. I was like, because this game was like, even at my age now, that, that game was the like fastest on point dunk fast that I ever like played in. And I'm 19. My energy's like off the charts at that point in life. So, you know what I mean? But hey, shout so, out. Would you believe I could dunk a basketball at one point in my life? Yeah, I know which one too. Uh-oh. I bought one for my son. I that little that Winnie funny. the Pooh one that sits on the floor. <laughs> no. And you walk up to it and you go. And, it, who, and he goes, hoo-hoo-hoo. Like when he poop, and then you just dunk. Like, yeah. That, <laughs> yo. I never was able to do it in, in competition in a game or anything. But I could dunk a basketball when I was skinny DL. Mm. I grew up playing basketball. And when I played at my mom's house, um, she put a, the hoop on the side of the house. Mm. And it was on... Um, How tall are you, D.L.? I'm about 5'9". I'm not even lying to you. I swear no. on anything, hey, bitch. I listen. swear on whatever you want me to swear on. all the things I think you do, I don't think you lie to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but it's real shit. D.L. is... Mr. D.L. is 5'9". Uh, M.Dot is 5'9". Mm-hmm. They both have the similar like story like that. So now they got to play one-on-one. No, uh, yo, uh, D- hey, first of all, so you didn't hear my story though. You yo, but hold on, I'm gonna let, don't, don't say it then. But <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I'm gonna, don't spray. Don't, I lost the no, don't stop. She said, um, don't spray <laughs> don't it on my bit act. But, uh, he, um, dot actually was division three high level player. Like, you know, she fucked me up when I found that out. But, uh, <laughs> go ahead, finish your story, man. 
So where I used Yo, to, we got to call Lance. Uh, yeah, we'll call him up right after this. Where I used to play basketball at my mom's house, it was on a dirt incline, mm. um, just on the side. Like there was a little thing, and it was um, it was on a like a dirt driveway, but there was like an incline kind of where the hoop was. And I had one of those adjustable basketball hoops, mm. and I would just put it on like nine feet and and jump and dunk the nine feet, and I would mm. I'll be dunking jumping off of this incline constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm. And then when I was in, in in ninth grade in gym class, I just sh- straight up jumped and, and hung on the rim two right. two, two hands. Mm. And then by senior year, once I knew I could jump, I could I, I never was able to do it in a game. I never tried because I never had the momentum to to pull it off <laughs> in a game. I tried in some like. Backyard games, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if I'll fucking get people on this podcast, that'll <laughs> they'll tell you. Skinny Mr. DL, skinny Mr. DL was a hey, fucking another thing. Seeing DL dunk <laughs> in life is like seeing when Will Chamberlain scored that hundred points. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now nah, folklore is folklore. I, I respect that. He said folklore. We had a game, um, and and there was, there was this guy. He was a, he was a bigger guy, and he went for a layup, and I mm-hmm. pinned I pinned the ball mm-hmm. to the backboard, and I remember that's when people were like, whoa. But I never had the chance to like show it off, and like you know, I never was able to. I needed that other two two inches or three. You know what I mean? Will Chamberlain, one hundred points. Mr. DL, reverse windmill. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, yo. <laughs> you already know what it is. Here on the Danger Zone podcast, episode fifty-four. Man, 54. let it be known. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Who is this? Oh shit, it's Prince Poe. Damn, I hate technology sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I hate it. I hate it all the time, but you know, Thank we you. have to no choice. Thank you for having I hate me. it all the time. Just give me a couple of cans and a strength. That means I'll be like, what's going on? <laughs> a couple of cans. Yo, I'm going to walkie-talkies when I was a kid, straight no, I up. I did that, too. Them shits was like, what? I learned from Romper Room. Them shits, that's because, honestly, man, the, the world tried to teach us that that's, that was some real shit, right? But we knew that, that after a while, man. Come on, man. Yeah. A string of two cans and shit. The fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I'm down with the two cans and a string, too. I'm with you. You know what I mean? Or even the smoke shit. The smoke signals was dope, too. Yeah. Set some shit on fire. Oh, shit. My man pulled me. Okay, I'll be right there, son. But, um, yo, what's good with you, man? Man, I can't complain. I'm great, man. Mm. Out here in the city doing what it do. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 blessed and humbled and thank thank y'all for having me on the show. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being on, man. I'm, I'm gonna run it back too, like cause I I was just wanna let the people know once if, uh that first and foremost, today we have Black Poe. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Prince Poe. You keep confusing because we ha- we have Black Poe. That's my man. Black too. Poet last That's my man yeah. too. That's why you know. All right, Prince Poe, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, you know, do that. Um, and he he told me that too. Um, Prince Poe, from you know, just yes, MC, you know what I'm saying, rapper, but also, you know, a part of our legendary culture and and the group um organized confusion uh confusion. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Uh we glad to have you here today, brother. You know what I'm saying? What's good with you? Man, I'm glad to be here, man. Just you know, just working, shaking and grooving, man. Mm-hmm. Stay staying in my own lane, you know. So we would like, you know, so first and foremost, we would like for you to tell the people, you know, to get them updated on who you are, your background, um, the, you know, what's going on with you, and uh, where you where you come from, what's going on with you, and why you matter to the to the game and, and life right now, you know. Right here on the Danger Zone podcast, you have not only but your one and only Prince Poe, organized confusion, legendary, yeah. straight out of Stopside, Queens, New York. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Broke out on the scene uh, in 90, signed a deal with uh, Walt Disney slash uh, uh, Hollywood Records. Mm. 
Uh, the first album was subtitled. Second album was called Stress, which is the classic album. Stress, the Extinction Agenda. Then we had the third album, Extinct, uh, 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 The Equinox. You know, my partner, Farrell Monch. Mm. My little brother, OC. You know, that's the that's the, that's the the uh, legacy right there. And, you know, I'm just glad to be here, man. Just, mm. you know, trying to put out music that can change people's lives and, and, and give people some reflection. We, we was like the group that brought concepts to the game far as like, you know, giving people a visual from a from a really odd angle, from a left angle. So, you know, we um you know, we came up with likes of Gangstar and MOP, mm. uh Tribe Called Quest. Shout out to all that. Uh, you know, uh Black Sheep and you know, and having such great peers, we felt like we had to find a defined uh, uh, imagery, not so much an imagery, but a defined uh, direction to come from to contribute to this big puzzle called hip hop, which is from the from our communities, from the from the hood, from the struggle, Word. from the ghetto. And, you know, um, being that we had great likes before us, like Kane and Bismarcky and um, Houdini and LL Cool J, you know, we, we always question ourselves, like how can we fit in with such greats? Mm. How can we contribute to a, to a culture that these, these incredible people, you know, is a part of? So, you know, we, we decided to come up with the name Organized Confusion because it's an oxymoron. It really, you know, it, it cancels yeah. out itself. So we wanted to come with this different concepts. We didn't want to have no niche. You know, we wanted to be able to make songs about love. We wanted to be able to make songs about struggle. We wanted to be able to make songs about triumph. Mm. So, but we always respected our peers by just being totally different and respecting the, the art form by being origi uh, original. As you know, back in the days, it's not like it is now. Back in the days, you got beat up if you was biting too much. Of you course, know, it was, it was course. different. Yeah. You so know, um, <clears throat> You know, and, and, and you know, like I said, so you coming from Gangstar, like that shit made us say, look, man, if we can't, we can't fuck around. We gotta, we gotta contribute something great right. to be around greatness. You know what I'm saying? Of so, um, you know, we always focused on concepts and giving people uh, visualization and music so that they can take out time to use their mind to think mm. and process things and actually process life different and see and see life on a broader scale so we always came up with like ill concepts and just to the left type of things that people can grasp onto and really think about you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and maybe it can it can it can um have some type of uh effect on their lives in a positive manner you know what i mean so mm -hmm. so um when you first well, well now obviously you're, you're an mc first so i guess you know they're coming to the game but um, we noticed too that like so now for quite some time you guys really haven't um been like organized confusion as a group you know uh, Proud March obviously has went on to do his things and you do your thing sometimes it seems right. like um <clears throat> he's probably uh, more celebrated uh, so to speak and it's like yeah. do you do do you you know play that position that way or do you just feel like um. He he does things different than you were like, you know what I mean? So, well, well, we first of all we brothers. We we grew up in the same hood right. and and we family. So that's first and foremost. Uh, second, I've never been a person 
that felt like I needed to be acknowledged by other people. Right. Like, right. you know, I, I grew up with a powerful father that, you know, in times where being dark skinned, you know, you had to True. know how to crack jokes because no light skinned dudes would crack jokes on you. No question. And you had to know how to stand up for yourself. So, but what a lot of people don't know is that I'm, I'm not outshined. I, a lot of the, well, most of the production that was done by Organized Confusion as far as outside production mm. was me. Right. Like I produced the, um, the uh, Funk Soul mm -hmm. Sensation for Gemini the Gifted One. Mm. Um, I did a couple of joints for OC, uh, mm. Constables and some other joints. So uh, uh, most of the production that set produced by Organized Confusion was actually me. Mm. It's just that I'm a team player mm. and I don't really give a fuck about what people think about me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. about getting money. I'm about sharing money. I'm about sharing jewels. And you know, and it's trying to be some type of influence to younger people, man, that's dealing with this struggle. So, you know, um, I wrote lyrics with Houdini, you know, um, and like I said, I did abundance amounts of production. Right now, my mind is even blank on it because I be trying to do so much shit, I forget. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> I just share drum sounds with likes of like KG, Diamond D, um, Q-Tip. Dope. Uh, and like, you know, far as like being up on sounds and clock, you know, me and Clark King used to build all the time. So, you know, it's just, I don't know, like I always played my position on just being comfortable in what I'm doing. Even when uh, Monch came out with Simon Says, mm -hmm. you know, I was I was doing production and, and redefining my style as far as MCing. Mm -hmm. So I supported him and hung out with him. I didn't really need to really, I mean, you know, I didn't have to shine like him. That's my bro. If he mm -hmm. shine, I shine. Of course. So, um, you know, I, I, I was running around in the street a little bit too. So. And that's because I try to be a positive influence to some of the some of the younger brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? Because it's bad out here. You know, it's been bad out here. Mm. This, mm. this this struggle ain't just start. So you know, I always kept my my hands in the pot far as production. Um, like you know, uh, Black Sunday and um, Black Sunday and another song. I can't get the other one, but Black Sunday was done on the same ASR 10 as uh, Shot Skills did. Throw Damn. your guns and slam. I was just gonna ask you so, about shy skills. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was my man too. And then working along with the likes of Large Professor, mm -hmm. you know, far as on production and stuff. So, you know, I've always kept a, a, a secure place within my attitude, far as where I'm at. You know, um, people that know me acknowledge me. People that know bars, they know me. You know, what I'm saying some mm -hmm. people will say. Well, I don't like Farrell much. He's a little bit more, you know, uh, imaginative and, and, and just, you know, abstract. And catches like, yo, I like you because you from the street and you got more of an edge to your rhyme. So, you know, I've always just been comfortable with just being me and just playing my position. And, you know, mm. but me and Farrell, we make decisions on everything. Like, there's no organized confusion still going down without my stamp of approval on it. Of course. And, you know, and I always make sure that Farrell is comfortable with whatever we do, you know, and that's mm -hmm. how I think brothers and crews should rock. Everybody mm -hmm. shouldn't worry about having the spotlight. But sometimes the spotlight is the hardest place to be. You know, they say, they say being a boss and being a captain, you got to make sure your whole crew eat first mm -hmm. before you eat. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been that type of dude. So, you know, um, and, you know, and being able to do shows with, Gangstar and MOP and mm. 
and naughty by nature. Like I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, 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 I'm still basking in gratitude from all the、mm. flights and rocking in Brazil, and、mm. you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, and I got like maybe like five solo albums out. I got one album with、uh, the infamous. Oh no, the producer from the West、yeah. Coast,、uh, Madlib, little brother. I got like four or five songs done with Madlib, and I got about three hundred features、mm-hmm. that I've done over the years and shit. So you know, I, I'm not responsible for how people promote their records. I'm just responsible for upholding the culture of hip hop and just representing true lyrics. For sure. Yeah. So you have、I、four. You, you have、um, how many solo? How many albums do you have total? You said. Well, I got stock of the Symphony of Samurai. I got uh, 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 what's the one that we all know right now? Animal Serum.、Um, I got Pretty Black,、uh, and I got one more. I can't even get the name of it right now. And I got about two EPs、yeah. that I put out over the time. But you know, like I said, I'm 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 underground and I'm I'm with the gritty. So you know, a lot of them is through independent labels and. Yeah. The money was decent, and and the, and the the space was there for me to create the way I want to create. So you know,、um, I, I have I have some work out there, man. It's like, and people that be digging, and people that that Google my name, they be like, "Damn, I didn't know you did so much." You know, and、mm-hmm. I and I did a lot, but you know, it's about loving the craft, man. Like I love this craft, man, because when I came up on it, it was it was in park jam mode. It was about the park jams and. That's that shit saved us. That shit kept a lot of us from going to jail and getting killed. And、mm. and radio was not with it. Radio wasn't playing it. Labels didn't believe in it.、Mm. And then the next era came when I was a, a young teenager, going into you know my manhood. That's when it kicked in, and people was like, "Oh, this can make some money," you know. And so I came from it when it saved us. It was our refuge. It was、mm. it was、uh, our way of keeping the faith. Right. You know, you heard "Over Like a Fat Rat" and "Rising to the Top" by Kenny Burke.、Mm. You know, playing the part <laughs> from the DJs. You know,、mm. you you had faith. You was like, "Yo, I'ma make it. I'ma make、Shout、it past twenty five.、Mm. So you know, it sounds like you appreciated the the major days more than the independent days. Um, I appreciate both because you know, like even with the last album that Organized did, the Equinox album. Yeah, we was executive producers on it. We controlled all the money, and that's that's when I started learning. That, that you know about good business and 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 having some creative control and、um, business control over your situation. So, you know,、um, I did like that era because that era, like I said, if, if it wasn't for that era, a lot more people would be dead. A lot more people would have been locked up because when that DJ put that music on in the park, it just gave us a, a, a visualization that we can make it. You know. It, it, It's a chance that we could be successful、mm. and make something of ourselves.、Mm-hmm. And you know,、um, it wasn't glorified then. But even now, like I'm not mad at nobody. I just be looking at everybody. Like if it wasn't for Flash and Cool Herc and the Sugar Hill Gang, nobody would have no Bugattis and no Phantoms. I don't give a fuck about how many people talk shit about yo. The old dudes can't do this, and the new dudes—that shit is all bullshit across the table. If it wasn't for those dudes, it wouldn't be no Bugattis. Well, it won't be no Bugattis for music. If it wasn't for those dudes laying the foundation, you don't throw run, for, you, you don't throw Run DMC、uh, in there. Of course, you know Run DMC. You know the Fat Boys, all of them. If、oh, it wasn't、curious. for those, it, it, was little... it would not be no flossing, no chains, no nothing. 
So it doesn't matter to me what no young person say. I want to see all the young and all the hey, new up and comers, all the young yeah. gunners. I want to see Words. all of them do good. But when they start feeling like I have to use controversy to sell records, that's when they lost. You got to know how to create and re and, and, and reintroduce yourself with new music and new ideas. You can't come out and try to disc Harris one. That's not going to work. Because if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be who you are. It's true. So I don't fall into the to the shenanigans and the fucking okie doke that that cats be doing, you know. And I get it. Now is a is a game about who's 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 noticed and who's acknowledged. Everybody's online trying to be validated, seen and, and heard that's and cool. But everybody is validated already because you already born and here for the divine reason. So it's just about tapping into to your your tapping into your 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 zen and and doing what you got to do mm. and loving what you do now everybody you know you got cats going up off of tiktok now mm. Mm. you know it's just about loving what you do and just staying staying focused and staying stable and staying solid First. and then you blow up so listen came from myspace so, now it's tiktok do you um <laughs> but so so you you know you're from queens right yeah so do you um do you you know connect and and see yourself historically like you know um as with the other queens mcs and like you know like you do you do you you know have a relationship with them or do you know what i'm saying the movement yeah, like yeah you know? yeah um it's funny i was uh i was i was like being a, i was an extra in the movie and i heard Nas is upstairs shooting a video so i kind of took off my jacket and went upstairs to act like i was one of the people working on his set mm. And I went to say, how you doing, Mr. Nas? And I walked past him and he just like, yo, what's up? Like, so, you know, mm -hmm. I got a real good rapport and, and I could I could joke around and do stuff like that because, you know, it takes it takes res giving respect to get respect. Of course. I'm cool with Nas. Me and Large Pro is mad tight. I knew Large Pro before even his first record came out. Mm -hmm. um, God bless his soul. Me and Shot Skills, we worked on the same machines. Rest in peace. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, actually, I was—I I remember going to visit Premier in College Point mm -hmm. when he was in Queens years ago. Right, right. So you know, anybody that's in Queens, I tap into him. Fifty, I'm cool with fifty. Mm -hmm. um, from the same neck of the woods, from the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, I actually I produced the Lost Boys' very first demo, right mm -hmm. before they got signed. Me and Fredro and and um, and Sticky is mad cool. I ran into them. We had some shows in the same city. Mm. Shout out to Onyx, the whole crew. Mm. Uh, uh, God bless his soul, DS. You know, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm all, we always been grounded in Queens as far as tapped into all the groups. Like, you know, LL Cool J, God <clears> bless <throat> him too. He always makes sure we get played on Rock the Bells radio. Mm. Um, me, and, me and Tip is mad cool. Tip is a, a very selective person on who he, he really sits down and, and talks to and vibe out with. Mm. You know, mad love and respect to him as well. So yeah, all the all the Queens, all the Queens dudes, they know who we are. And that what's funny is um years ago, um, there was there was interviewing Nas about uh You Gave Me Power. And um a lot of cats know that that, that song was about a bullet. And everybody knows that, mm. you know, most likely he was influenced by Organized confusion, straight bullet, because mm -hmm. we did that years before that. Right, right. So, um, you know, my thing is that if somebody now uses an idea first. or they get influenced by you, 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it's right to check niggas and be like, yo, you biting. I think that it's actually an honor when somebody wants to use an idea right. and you influence somebody. Because back in the days, Bootsy Collins and all of them influenced each other. Right. Bootsy Collins was influenced by James Brown. Of course. Uh, uh, Roberta Flack might have did a remix of James Brown. Mm -hmm. Like it was just that was that was a a show of love because you love their music so much. So when people do it mm -hmm. to us. You know, I do nothing but salute them. I, I, mean, I love it. I, I'm grateful. It's crazy, too, because, um, like, a lot of history people don't know, like, how Bootsy Collins was in James Brown's band. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Larry Graham was in Bootsy Collins' band, and he was, went on to be, you know what I mean? So they was all Sly Stone. They was all working with each other. You know what I mean? So, like, that, that music was kind of like one, kind of like that elixir, you know what I mean? So, stay here. Right, right. Uh, Bootsy Collins was the only dude that James Brown kicked up the group for a good reason. He's like, yo, you need to go have your own shit. Get out. Right. And he kicked him out because he's like, yo, you too good. You need to have your own shit. So, he, he kicked him out for a good reason. You're right. So, you know, but, you know, hip. I know hip-hop was competitive, so that's why I know people... You know, they like the controversy saying he bit or she bit. Mm. But like when somebody used the idea for us, man, I took that as like one of the highest honors, man, because ain't nobody had to take your idea. There's a million ideas out there. They didn't have to use what you did. You said you were from Jamaica. Did Jam Master Jay have any, uh, like, did he help you out at all when you were coming up? or? Um, Jam Master Jay just was an icon that we always used to look up to. And when he would play locally, we would go check him out. Um we would always check out Jam Master J and um, Grandmaster Cats too, up in the Bronx. Man, these these dudes was like incredible on the turntables, mm. and they don't get they don't get enough credit for what they've of done. Course. You know, even Cats right now, like Cats is one of the illest on the turntables. This dude be saying like a half of a rhyme and then go right into a record that that mm. correlates with the rhyme. Mm. So you know, Jam Master J was a local influence because he used to come out to to the parks too. So, um, shout out, you know, much love and, and God bless his soul to Jam Master Jay. And, you know, that whole situation was unfortunate because, you know, the streets, man, the streets ain't got no rules, man. And, and I just wish he still was here to, to, to uh, share some of his his mastery craft, man, because he was a dope DJ, but he was also a dope producer and he had a dope ear for good music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, As and we, his and his fashion kind of set set the tone. Like the way he dressed, set, yeah, set the yeah. Tone, he, you know? he he was original. Like the way he looked, the way he wore the hat. He was one of the first ones to rock hats like that. Way before everybody else started doing it. Mm. Yeah, and, they were like dressed and like not him. only that. He was cool. the one that choreographed a lot of the Run DMC mm. shows, and Whoa. he was just nice at that, man. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Jim. I think Jim. I think another one, another person in our in our in our culture that. Is almost take like 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 taking right coming up right behind him is DJ Maceo from De La Soul. Mm -hmm. If you watch how he choreographs the shows with the MCs, man, it's like it's incredible, man. Shout mm -hmm. out to Daylight, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, shout out to Daylight, man. That's people soon, you know. Jay. So um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. <laughs> Want to know your ten favorite MCs? <laughs> ten favorite MCs, bro. You know what I'm saying? We oh, want you man. to give them to you, you know. Sporadically, man, sporadically, yeah. I'm going to say, uh, not in this order, but I'm going to say uh, Ecstasy, Jalil. Mm, rest in peace. Huh? Um, yeah. 
Um, Black Thought. Um, no, I know who he is. Um, shoo, Ice Cube. Nice. Um, damn, man, y'all got me good oh, with yeah, this. Yeah, they did, man, they did. Six more, six more. Yeah. Uh, uh, yo, I'm gonna say Guru because no, nobody can ever sound like him. Nah. No one. Nah. No one can ever sound like Guru, and and a lot of people don't. They be they don't they don't. Yo, he drops so much jewels. Of course, that yeah. is not even funny. So I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Guru. I'm gonna say, um, hmm. Damn, I'm gonna throw y'all off with this one. Consequence. Hmm. Speak on consequence. Jay Z. Um. That's seven. Damn. Damn, man. Is it three more? Yeah, three more. Three more. You got uh, it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I, I, I gotta throw him in it because when I met him, he was so young and he was so talented. I'm gonna say Nas and Special Ed. Mm, mm. So one more, nice. That's good. Special. Now I'm gonna tell you why I said Nas and Special Ed. Them dudes was kids, rhyming with grown men and dropping bars. Yeah, that was like kind of like uh, Craig G. And, too. I, and an honorable Craig mention, G. I gotta say Chub Rock, man. Yeah, he, he don't get mentioned. Yeah, man. And they play. And you know what? His song "Treat Him Right." Right, they still rock that hard body at, at every party and different age brackets all day long. And I yeah. remember, you know, you know how we were when we was rocking in 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 the nineties. Like you were always, everybody was always at a lot of the same places. And I would see Chuck Rock having yeah. quite a few conversations with him. You know what I mean? And then it's just amazing, amazing dude, amazing people, amazing time. Um, go. What would you say? Oh, one thing too, I wanted to ask. I'm sorry. Um. So what, what's more dear to you, like, or is there a difference, or is it all em, embodied as one, it, emceeing, you know, or, or producing, you know? Um, it's it's all embodied in one. I just think that emceeing and rapping is different mm -hmm. because when I was young, my pops used to say, you know, the older cats used to say, "Let me rap to you for a minute." Yeah, rap was considered like like leisure talk. With the OGs, like, yo, let me rap with you for a minute, man. You know, just to kick you about some shit. Mm. MCing is a craft. It's a it's a poet. Mm. It's a messenger. Mm. Um, they they cut. It's almost like they're like street preachers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they told stories. You know, you, you know. Oh, I gotta have honorable mention of Slick Rick too. Damn, how could I forget about? No, Slick? you're good. I think. Cause um, you, I think you said yeah, ten. Slick I think you said ten. Super honorable mention. Because he told stories, and back in the days, it was about like what your visualization was with your words. Like you know, anybody can rap words, but can you give somebody a story like, "Yo, that was ill," and they remind me of when I did such and such, or I was caught up. My cousin went through such and such, so you know, the visualization of of words is what separates an MC from a rapper. Like, there's a lot of rappers, but like even today's time. I consider two chains an MC. Mm. Two chains. Said yeah. I, you know, I, I consider him an MC because for you to be able to do the trap music and then turn around and do a song with Daylight, you got you 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 a different you a different creature. Mm. 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 The joint he did with Daylight is banging, and he got his way of showing people like, don't get it twisted. And then I found out from Alamo, from from Brand Nubians, that he was doing his first demo back in the days when he was called Titty Boy. So that's why I Titty knew. Boy. 
certain certain cats that that they just they might be in the trap game, they might be rappers, but they mm. MCs as well. Hmm. What was you about to say, Tanya? Yeah, it looked like he's about to like go to sleep. Or Chef Tanya, Chef Tanya Nicole. What y'all, up? y'all never humping that good. I was, I was there. I should have came. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't crazy even. Talk. We was talking. We was talking, and guess where I was at earlier? Where's that? Matt Lowell. Pratt? Who? I was in Lowell. Oh, that's oh, where we're at right now. That's where we at, Lowell. Lowell. Uh, he I said like Lowell. That. I like I that. that. All I know is I crossed the bridge. It was like a bridge over there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yes, there's a lot of. Yeah, we in the low. Here. We in the low right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> next time, come come through the studio. Yeah, and next. I understand that how ironic it was because Snug told me where y'all was at, and today I was just laughing like, yo, how I end up over here because I had to run an errand. Mm. That's so funny. Mm. So you know, it, you know, the thing is, Chef like I said, it's a, it's a big world, but it's a Chef. small world too. You know. Hit him. Oh, I just wanted to know. I was looking at your Instagram, and I, I happened to see that you wrote that you were a chef, and I wanted to know, you know, like, what do you like to cook, or what's your love in the kitchen? Oh yeah, well, I got um, I got two private accounts that I cook for people, like like one family, and one dude who had a massive heart attack. So like, that's my that's my my alter ego. <laughs> came on tours we used to we used to tour hard and long so when we used to come home all i did was stay in the kitchen like you know i, I didn't want to go outside because i've been around people so much that i was just trying to you know revitalize myself so i started cooking early like maybe like 98 and i just kept at it and then now it's to the point where like i can school people health wise how to eat better and still cheat. So I, I got this this little uh, I'm about to put together. I don't know if I want to do it on YouTube or am I'm a way to get this plug that I might have. But it's called Cheat Well with Prince Poe. And it's just about like, you know, everybody's on this vegan thing. And some people is like, you know, fuck that. I'm going to eat meat. So Cheat Well is just about whatever you eat. How well are you preparing it? So I got into my oils. I know the better oils, the healthier oils. I got people to start cooking more with vinegars, different vinegars like orange muscat, balsamic vinegar, mm. red wine vinegar, seasoned rice vinegar. And I used to come home, I used to come home for the tours, and all I did was watch like Iron Chef, Chopped, and all that shit. And I used to be screaming at the TV <laughs> and all that shit. And so now, you know, it's funny that it's that oh, it's I like nailed it. You know, two decades later. And now it's like, it's almost nothing I can't make. And, you know, and it's just funny, you know, that people are like, yo, you cook? I say, yeah. So I, I've done like, like six private events. And um, also like in the beginning, I started doing stuff like when I go to somebody's house, I just cook and, and we just record some of it or, or we um, take pictures. So. I did. I did Mona Lisa, DJ Mona Lisa in LA. Mm. I did my man uh, Dynamite, who used to be. If y'all remember the female MC Boss. Mm. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Boss had a had a a, a, a hype Definitely. man named Di- mm-hmm. named Dyn- named Dynamite, and um, I, I I did it. I did a joint at his crib. Um, uh, Mob Deep on Road, Tammy. I did something for her at her building for. Uh, about 40 people. Um, damn, who else I did? I did some more people. I did uh, uh, for Dilla Day out in Minnesota. 
uh, me and Ed OG was rocking, and we had people over, and I cooked some joint, some um, some dishes for them as well. You know, and I, I got like specialty dishes too. Like nobody can say they made this up. I'm probably one of the first ones that came out with the chicken lasagna instead of using beef, use chicken, and my shit is like five layers of, of food. <laughs> it's like you got chicken breast, you got ground chicken, you got vegetables, which I use like Asian stir fried vegetables mixed with spinach, the ricotta cheese, and it's like five layers of goodness. And then on top of it, I put chicken wings, garlic chicken wings on the top with mozzarella cheese. Every time I make that shit, somebody's turned out. You're making me hungry. Okay. Yeah, yeah you gotta check That's Chef Wonderful. You know, and, and when you get older, and you an MC, cause, cause sure can remember this. Y'all probably all remember this era where they was trying to get, when I was doing a lot of solo shit, I did it all, oh, I did an album with Danger Mouse right before he yeah, did. Yeah, I saw that, uh, Danger no, Mouse, yeah. uh, And it was called The Slickness. So we was able to do an extensive tour. Me, uh, Gemini the Gifted One, Danger Mouse, uh, DJ Prince Paul, and we did a really extensive tour overseas. And um, that that gave me some leverage as far as being a solo artist. Um, so, you know, I'm tapped in with with a lot of overseas shit like that. But a lot of, like I said, a lot of people miss stuff because there's so much going on, and the game has changed. But that's why, like, I stopped. I was I stopped doing shows for a minute because they told me I'm coming to do the show without a DJ. And I'm like, I'm not letting nobody change the narrative of true hip hop. How you gonna tell somebody to come and do a show? Without they DJ, mm. that's a part of the show. Yeah, we always get. They're trying to save money. We had to, so even, yeah, try to save money, but you know sometimes rule. Yeah. it's about properly planning, and then you could you could be more frugal with money, but you don't. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on your side of the saying. You don't never cut the DJ out of the show. That's like we, we do the that's same. That's like cutting the head off of hip hop, like the body on, of hip hop. Stay on the show. So I turned down a lot of shows, man, because. They was like, yo, we got an in-house DJ. I said, he don't know my routine. Mm. So it was a couple of years that I didn't do no show. Mm. So how and, did you end up? And I had to do that. I, I had to do that because, like I said, I, I got too many great, great Let artists that came first. before me. That was like my big brothers and my big sisters that I, I, I just couldn't do it. So I, I had kind of fell back a little bit. I was gonna say, how did you um, start working for other people cooking? Like, how was that? Um, well, you know, I, I had a couple of functions. I had a couple of parties, and then um, I started doing this party called a hot tub time machine, which is like a um, it take you back in the days. Like we play like we play like the uh, Pet Shop Boys, the Eurythmics, um, um, Grace Jones. Nona Hendrix and we'll and we'll serve food at the party. So yeah. people was like, Word, you made all this yeah. food? I said, Yeah, I made all the food. So I started doing that and um then we picked back up on the on the hot tub time machine. We had one in New York last year, but it was the same day that LL Cool J did Rock the Bells uh, at um Flesh and Metal Park. So, you know, it was it was we had a good turnout, but you know, far as integrating it with the hip hop community, a lot of them supported the um the rock the bells and I and I'm totally I'm totally for that. You know what I mean? My my the, the hot tub time machine is just for people that really love music and that knows all forms of music. We playing Barrington Levy, we was playing Yellow Man, and you know, and we was taking it back so that people can 
reminisce on good times in their life, even when they was young. So we did that party in New York, and we also did it in Bowie, Maryland. Nice. So um, both parties were successful, and people came out, and you know we had like we had uh, we had uh, mm. uh, uh, jawbreakers and nowlaters. Nowlaters, mm, those are my favorite. Jawbreaker man. We I had all that shit on the table. I'm at fact, I got a I got a shopping shit, bag full of candy at my house right <laughs> that I still ain't that I still ain't get rid of. I swear. If oh. I came out the low, I'd have brought you all that shit. Oh my you. god! So, <laughs> so this is this is Chef Tanya. She has a cooking show too. It's it's called Medical Edibles. She's it's called mm, Medical Edibles with she, three M. She's oh, cook- I already know what that's about. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, Google, she's Google, cooked Google. for like Cypress Hill, Redman, yeah. Stephen Marley. Oh, that's dope. No, not that's Stephen Marley. Dope. What Marley was it? It's called Goofable Loopables. Now I'm gonna go ahead. Ziggy Marley. I don't know. One of the Marleys. So yeah, she cooked for me. You should check that out. I think you would like it because it's a. Uh, yeah, I definitely gonna yeah. check that out, man. Maybe we gotta link up and do something. Well, you said you there. had, I think, like two social accounts. What are your socials if you want to know about either? Right, my, other, my cooking channel is Cheat Well with Prince Poe. Yeah. Like Cheat Well. Cheat Well. Cheat underscore Cheat underscore yeah, Well with man. Prince Poe, and that's like Ooh, because shit. a lot of people will say, "Oh, I don't eat beef," but a lot of people that have that low iron that try to pick up on eating more beans and shit like that. Sometimes that iron is still not enough, and the doctor will tell them that they, they should eat beef every now and then. So, if, you know, for my cats that love beef, I, I just, you know, I tell them how What's to beef? make, you know, burgers and steaks without using any oils, you know, straight up using vinegars to draw out all the fats and the, and, the, um, and the extra unnecessaries in the meat. So, you know, I, I, I got, like, different methods the way I do my shit, but I'm always open to join forces and to come and support your platform because I'd rather support a platform and then hopefully what will come out of it is support because a lot of times people want to blow up and people want to do things but they don't support people so which is true that's why I was on it when 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 I hit up Suge I said y'all want to get on the show is because I want to I want to bring something to y'all platform and I want people like yo that dude he said some real shit and you know and not only that man I'm, I'm telling you man I I got so many memories, it's not even funny. One of the last times I rocked with Shug was mm-hmm. in like Philadelphia, like 25 years ago. Right. Man. Gangstar and Organized Confusion. And then right. we had another show. A bunch of them um, shows. In, in Oakland. And um, I remember Guru, I, remember, I think it was at a place called the Omni. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody bust off firecrackers. And Guru was like, yo, don't leave. Those just firecrackers. Like, he was <laughs> not getting anybody to come back. Yeah. And, you know, and those memories is what right. groomed us. It's what raised of us course. in this game. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Because even though gang stars are peers, they still are like big brothers in this shit. Right. And I right. remember one time, man, we almost we almost had a, uh, what you call that? We, when, you, when, they be, uh, when they be in the parties pushing each other around. Y'all Watch remember people. we used to be... Marsh pit, yeah, man. We almost had a marsh pit in Monster's room mm-hmm. when we looked at a gangstar video and somebody had on an organized confusion t shirt, right? We almost lost fucking mind, <laughs> right? Right, right. We was like, that's Yo, right. we we made it, we yeah, fucking no made it, yeah, that's you know, that's just crazy. That's love, though, man. You know, I mean, like I said, we at those times we all were ascending at the lot, uh, same time, a lot of the groups, and you know, like because I came home in '91 and then. <laughs> Took off doing my thing with them once again, um, but uh, <laughs> listen, we 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 appreciate man you wholeheartedly man coming through. We had no idea you was this close because DL's always making beats. 
And you know, I'd be around, yeah. you, know, you know how we do, so we had to come through the studio and, and, and blast something out real quick, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Good time. Connect up, man. You know what I'm saying for sure. We, you know, yeah, definitely. Right. I definitely come see y'all, man. I come, I come live, you know, and I bring a little, a little tray of some, some, some goodies and shit. We get, you know, what I'm saying y'all could, y'all can go in and tell me what y'all think. Oh yeah. And since you know, I definitely um some real chefs. You know, hit me in the DM with your, with your platform because I'm, I'm definitely all about trying to support people for sure before asking to be supported because. Of course. You know, you 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 gotta you gotta put work in. That's what we came from. We came from yeah. putting work in. And you know, my platform is, you know, the real Prince Poe, mm -hmm. Instagram, uh cheat, cheat underscore well with Prince Poe. Mm -hmm. I got dishes up there, a lot of shit that I did from vegetable dishes to meat dishes to mm -hmm. vegan plates, mm -hmm. um, Asian, Italian, you know, I'm 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 still learning, so I'm I'm going through it all. Um Facebook be popping. I got this shit I, I do call Just Building. It's the JB's Live. Mm -hmm. And that's really me every Friday on Facebook going live and just sharing jewels of every day so that people can process things better and 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 don't feel like some sort of way because people are becoming more self-absorbed. Um, people are becoming more sensitive, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. If Silk say, yo, Prince, man, come here, let me tell you something. Yo, your breath stink, my nigga. Like, mm. I got to listen to that. Now mm. you tell somebody that they cutting you off, they're blocking <laughs> you, you know, they ghosting you and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not from that era. I'm me not neither. from this era. I'm from another planet. So <laughs> I, do this, I do the just building shit because I want to keep encouraging people to understand that you're mm. here for a divine reason. Everybody's sure. somebody. For but sure. everybody is somebody great. And a lot of people don't understand wordplay. Like I, I won, I won spelling bees out of my whole school when I was in the fifth and sixth grade. But I just, I be trying to share that the word mm. genius comes from the word gene, and we all got genes inside of us. So that evidently tell you that each one of us right is genius. Mm. Mm. So I try to build with that because a lot of times when people are hurt, you know what they say? They say hurt people hurt people. Right. So. Right. I try to remind people like whether it's your cousin or your day one, don't let the don't let the pain that they inflict upon you make you forget of how great you are. That's just them hurting you because they hurt. Mm. So mm. I just be sharing jewels and, and everyday pieces you. of knowledge that people can take with them and say, yo, that shit, that shit might work for me, or or yo, I could use that, or y'all was feeling down in the dumps until I seen his JB's live. So and JB's just stand for just building. All we doing is just building. Everybody that comes to the room is somebody. And people give their feedback. I read their feedback. But the most important thing is that even if it's like 60 people in the room, 70 people in the room, I shout everybody's name that I see pop up on the screen. Because I'm letting them know that everybody's somebody. So. Yo, so listen, man. We uh, Once again, maybe want to just tell you that we appreciate you stopping through. Hell yeah. Um, you know, Nope. Don't be a stranger. We'll, we'll catch up again, I'm sure. Episode 54, we got my man Prince Poe. Thank you. A.K.A. Master Chef. A.K.A. <laughs> the Culture. A.K.A. MC of all MC. You know what I mean? So he embodies the whole shit. We appreciate you coming through. Love is love Thank as you, always. Man. And uh, peace, my man. Peace. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Peace. Check out that video, Machine Rages, with me. And my man, oh no, it's called Machine Rages. It's on Animal Serum album. It's out right now. All right, we'll post the link, we got link in the description. We'll put the link up there, too. Appreciate you, Poe. 
Yo, shout out to the whole Danger Zone podcast family, appreciate man. I love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. We've come down to that that point in the point. year. You know, uh, Super Bowl's upon us, man, in our 54th episode. Um, so, um, playoffs last week, the AFC and the NFC championships. Both of them were, well, one of them was a good game. The other one was ass muffins. So, <laughs> You know, it's just. Uh, it was ass. You know, it was totally, a, it was totally AM. But um, you talking about the blowout or the? the yeah, blowout? yeah, with oh. the forty nineers. That shit. I don't know. So, where did we land? Tanya didn't get any right. Mm. <laughs> oh shit! That's the first, babe. Mm. Nice. Shame. 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 <laughs> I went with my team. And then, the Niners broke my heart. Yeah. And then, uh, Dad, you did good. Well, you got one and one. The Eagles, you got. And then the Bengals, you did not. Mm. You're with Tanya. Mm. <laughs> You're with Tanya. <laughs> no, I got one and one. Sometimes one and one. that's yeah. a good thing. So, BL and I both got two and oh. Mm-hmm. oh, I got two and oh. Mm. No, I was doing no. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's right, it's right. So that brings that brings us up for the playoffs Uh-oh. that you and DL are now tied. Oh, oh, shit. oh. At nine and three. Right. Oh. So everybody eats steak. Well, well what happens now is because you two lost. Well, I did pretty good. I got eight and four. I was right. literally one so, behind. Y'all, and what she get? <laughs> Six and six. Oh, so, so I was right fifty percent of the time. I'll take it. So now <laughs> I'll take it. We're kind of lined up pretty cool because my half of my steak comes from your side, and his half of his steak comes from her side. That is fine. So you with got, me. it's a win-win, right? Yes. So, yes. so now we have the Super Bowl. Uh oh. And who will it be? Um, let's see. We can go with you, Reed. You was gone. Who do you like? Wait, wait. First, I want to know what the stakes are. Stakes? Um, tomahawks. I don't know if there's really any way to do this. No, this is the way. This is all you. This is the way you do it. So you can do it, it, but everybody could. It depends. It could depends what the picks are. I want to. I want a ribeye. So let's see what. Who you? Who you like, Maria? So. I am an underdog at heart. Mm. I really think KC is the underdog here, mm. but I really want Mahomes to win. Do I think they're going to win mm. against the Eagles? Mm. No. But do I'm going to pick them? Yes. Okay. So KC for me. What about you? I'm going with the Eagles. Mm. They got that heart. That, that grit. Sorry. I'm going with uh, I'm going with KC. Okay, so yeah. so now we got to play because I'm going to Eagles as well. So that's that's two or two oh, again. Okay. You know what I mean? So you know it would have been a full like a uh, twenty five a piece or something, but somehow it's going to come out either us losing or y'all losing. So yeah. we'll we'll find out. So you know just I mean? be for fun, I guess. Yeah, basically. So, yeah, fruit fun. Good old time call. Because I'm going to win. Whoever picked Philly's winning. Nope. It's going to be a good game then, babe, because you're mm-hmm. rooting for Philly and I'm rooting for. I'm not necessarily not. I, I would like to see Philly win. Mm. I just kind of thought everyone was going to pick Philly, so I was lined up to go uh, 
KC because I thought everyone was going to. Sure, play. sure. That's this a lot of backpedaling. This is what I feel. I feel because KC, you know, they're solid. But, I mean, they just beat uh, Cincinnati. If the dude doesn't push them out of bounds, like we might be sitting here talking about something else. If y'all seen the game. Yeah, it's a couple weeks. He, the rest he pushed them. Yeah. We appreciate you, too. I'm going to let the people know. NFL picks. Real, uh, Real Love, Love is going to um, check in with us time to time. But she also, when the football season's over, she will return for basketball playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Not the season because it's too long. You know what I mean? But the playoffs should be it. So we'll be the making some picks so for long. series. Too many games. So, you know, give you guys some chance. More than baseball, right? Huh? What's that, like April? Yeah. No, baseball got a whole bunch of shit. What's that, like April? April. Uh, yeah, 128. Like we'll so, see you in April then. See you in April. Love you. <laughs> <See> you. <laughs> appreciate you. you know. We'll see you in the spring. Shout out to Prince Poe for Prince coming po, through. Prince Poe, appreciate Thank you. Thank you. That was dope. Maybe he'll be an in-studio guest at some point. I want to I want to start doing... um. I want to bring someone back. Mm. I, want, I want to bring someone back studio. before we go too deep. And th then it's like, man, we, we did 125 episodes. Can't bring somebody back. I guess someone new. Mm. I think we should bring someone back just to just to throw that in there. Is Maybe terminology. I, I, I was saying the only person that wasn't seen. <laughs> he's so hung up yeah. on the scene that, that is, he's so funny. It, it, it is, <laughs> the, the show we had a line the whole show like this. Um, it was like all of us were on the Titanic. It wasn't a line. What happened was the the, the recording, the yeah. footage was uh, distorted or something was wrong, corrupted. Yeah. So I just looped over and over and over again to what I had and blurred it so you couldn't see it looping. It was like because we were regular and then afterward the psychedelic drugs took over. <laughs> Yeah, so like the first 15 minutes was fine. And, and then, then it just yeah. said... Who knows? Maybe some of them enjoyed it that They way. probably did. They probably... We was on some Paisley shit. But I'd like... I'd like for guests that I think I'd like to have back off the top of the term for that. Billy Dan's. I'd like to have mm. Billy Dan's come back and not mm. talk about rap at all. Mm. Because when he was on the podcast, he was like, yeah, I like to talk about things that have nothing to do with rap. I, don't, I always want to... Like, have him come on and talk about sports. You know, you feel mm. what I'm saying? Something mm. different like that. You know? You right? said about forts. Forts. No, <laughs> he said sporks. I said sporks. The whole podcast about sporks. Sports. Yeah, but anyway, nah. So you talking about sports? <laughs> Here's a new segue. Oh my god. Oh no. Stupid. It's not, it's not who I think it is, is it? Oh I, no. I don't know. But it's stupid as hell. Oh no. And this week, wow, a girl JV basketball oh, coach, gosh. 23 years old impersonated a 13-year-old to play and score for a squad in a league game before being fired as players boycott the remainder of the season in response to the stunt. So, a 23-year-old girls basketball coach has reportedly been fired for impersonating a 13-year-old player in a junior varsity game in Virginia earlier this month. Virginia sounds right. Yep. Uh, nah, right. <laughs> With one girl absent of the January 21st game, Churchland High School trucker's assistant coach, Arlisha Boykins, donned the missing player's jersey number and hit the hardwood against freshmen and sophomore, as seen in the footage. <laughs> That's We may pull that up for you. Some now, Billy Madison? She um, The clip shows the older player, which is Boykins, hitting an easy layup against 13 years old. That means she's 10 <laughs> years older than them. Yeah. And connecting on a pair of free throws, and remarkably, she's even seen giving so celebratory hard gestures after converting the layups against players who are nearly a decade younger. Listen, it was like Michael Jordan playing against the people he played. <laughs> Let in his me tell era. you, I don't know what the hell was going on in your mind, 
But to be 23 years old and you're coaching, so you have a position, and you said, you know what? I'm going to get in this JV game and block a shot, sink some <laughs> sink free throws, and sub they said she went hard, like on some, yeah, right? And she's playing against 30 you. Yo, Alicia Boykins, you might not be stupid all the time, but that was stupid as hell. Yeah. I'm bam, trying to bam, tell you. Bam. Think about that shit, though. She just got, I, yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to in the game. I'm 23. I'm going in. 23 is such, such a difference. Develop against 13-year-olds? Come on, man. Sha Shaq couldn't even dunk when he's 13. I well, could. I actually <laughs> heard this story. Oh, yeah, he could. <laughs> not 13, not 13. I actually Yo. heard this story on the news, and they said that this is not the first time that this happens in the school's well, history. All I'm and saying. And that there's no necessarily oh, a rule against it. But man, like, trust you me. don't need a rule to know that that's the, not right. Let me tell you, the worst thing about youth basketball is the parents. And trust me, once they see uh, the girl could have been the regular age and she's dominating, somebody's going to say something. Yeah. So therefore, and find out this chick is a woman, they're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? So, Alicia Boykins, this week, you and only you are stupid as hell. Just you. Bam, 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 bam. All right, that was another good one. What's that, 54? Episode 54 is in Man, the books, the cookbooks. Studio 54. Hey, Ooh. it's in the cookbooks. Cause we Either you guys ever go there? Huh? Either you guys ever go to Studio nah, 54? Nah. No. No, me neither. You I think I drove by it before, but I never went inside. You punch your fist through a door? No, you know, that's a lie. <laughs> we went to Studio 54. We saw oh, John we Leguizamo. We went, we went for an event, that's they, right. They turned it into You're a lying. theater. And we, we saw said. John John Leguizamo's one-man show. No, that's a lie. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, it's like Spanish history, right? It was good. You like John Leguizamo? He's cool. Yeah, we saw his no. one-man show there. He has a new movie coming out. Oh, I think he's in that movie that I told you about. Yeah. About the house in the cabin. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah, I saw the other one, A Broom in the Basket. It's by M. Shyamalan. That's how I rock. That's how I mean. We got a rock group, you know what I'm saying? Heavy White Pearls. That's us. We're going to be good. Guess who plays the, the guitar? Guess who plays the drum? And guess who plays the tambourine? Boniqua. All right, yo. So, yeah, go go find our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Watch us on Sundays. Watch it on YouTube, what have you. If you want to listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio and such. Or, you know, just where you get podcasts, however you put them up. Danger Zone Podcast. We love you. We appreciate y'all. Remember, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. Don't make and, them. And also, as we grow, we glow. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, another thing just I just want to add, it's easy to be a bully. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to, like, you know, prey on someone, man, and be physically you know, overmatched. But, yo, it's more real to, you know what I mean, be kind-hearted and, and, and be deep in the mind. You know what I'm saying? So just, just think about that, because... You know, after that thing that happened, man, with the shout-out and condolences to the Tyreek Nichols family, you know what I'm saying? It's it just shit like that is just unbearable and, and, and... Unnecessary. You know, that's some crazy shit, man. So, listen, be be good in the heart, man, and, you know, deep in the mind, and uh, show love when you, you know, love a show, show love, man. That's what it is. Danger Zone Podcast. On my dark days. days. On my dark days, I chop crack on the regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular Took big fat ass stacks from the register No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure the Hard out